Hello and welcome to the Coach Mark and Manila podcast. I am Coach Mark and Manila from ESL, BusinessEnglishExperts.com and Initial-Impact.com. I'm here to try and help you get the best possible life you can. And more often than not, I will podcast about a variety of subjects, including English as a second language, but also about very important information that applies to native speakers too. And at the moment, with the current uh, situation in the world economically, many layoffs happening, um, particularly seems to be affecting, um, well, pretty much anybody and everybody. It's not one particular sector. Um, I figured I would focus a little bit more in my podcast on job opportunities, transitioning, career crossroads, and what to do if you're finding yourself in a bit of a crisis. Today, um, the title of the podcast probably attracted your attention. Um, congratulations on your fantastic, you know, wonderful experience in life but here are reasons why I won't hire you. Let's talk about what can happen here, particularly if you're an experienced um, middle or senior level executive or person from within your sector, and maybe you faced um, a layoff or you're wanting to go and change your job. And you might think that you've got everything in hand and that, yeah, why wouldn't you be a great hire? But here are the reasons why I and maybe another employer might not hire you to give you some real food for thought so you can uh, possibly transition in the right way. So, OK, congratulations. You've decided either you're going to hang up your boots at the moment um, where you're currently at. Maybe you've just had enough and you've got loads of senior experience. Um, maybe it's slightly different. Maybe you're facing a layoff and you've got no choice and you've been given a retirement package, but that won't last you forever. You might be um, in your 30s, 40s, 50s. Okay, this can happen at any time. It might even happen in your 20s, okay? Um, but clearly, the more time you spent in your industry, the greater your experience you have. And of course, the more there is that you've lost in a way because you might have been at that career for many, many years. But not to worry, okay? You feel confident because you've seen your highly experienced colleagues also making a similar jump and perhaps even ending up with twice as much salary. So you're kind of confident that your experience is going to really make the difference. Um, the sad news is, is these days it seems that that isn't necessarily the case. I'm not trying to be a doom merchant, but I'm just trying to get real and help you prepare um, to think around this strategically. And maybe now is the time for you to go it alone rather than wasting your time trying to get yourself a better job. However, let's talk about it. So, um, all right, it can be a great business decision to hire really senior executive or personnel into companies. But of course, at the moment, the budgets just aren't there for many organizations and they are going for the cheaper, the better, unfortunately. This is the bad news, okay? Um, also, let's just look at it, right? You might be a very impressive candidate um, but maybe you're not the right fit because, again, the, iron, the irony is this. The longer you've been in a particular company and most recruiters will think you might be set in your ways, um, very used to doing things a certain way in that organization and therefore lacking the flexibility to fit snugly into the new system that you'd be uh, expected to be part of. So actually, that longer term experience in a company can work against you just as much as it could work for you. Um, and these days, uh, businesses are looking for more flexibility than experience as such. Um, it's a very, uh, it's a hard balancing act, let's put it like that. And this is what I'm coming up against when I've been coaching um, students and clients wishing to make a transition, particularly if they've got more experience. And um, the same would apply for you if you happen to be from the military. This can be a problem too, to transition into civilian careers. Um, and again, if this is you, then absolutely I can help you. You can get yourself a session with me. 
and we can have a look at exactly where you're at and where you're trying to get yourself into as you transition across the civilian life. But let's look at this. Um, the reasons why sometimes this doesn't work for many senior possession, uh, professionals or people who have just got a lot of experience, okay, um, you may be switching completely from one industry to a totally unrelated one. Um, and even though you may have transferable skills, here's the deal. Um, it's not necessarily going to be as easy as just jumping across, okay? Um, simply because even though you may have transferable skill sets, if you lack the knowledge of industry norms um, in the industry you're going to and the protocol experience to succeed, it's going to be a problem. It's not going to be just as straightforward as you think. And your employer will be aware of that too. So as a result of this, it's imperative you understand that before you even think of jumping across to a different industry, um, seek ways to learn the organizational structures of those potential employers many, many months before you'll be entering the job or interview market. That's my top tip, okay? Um, it would have been, I suppose, far better informed for you to do that than to wait, okay, until perhaps you do need to find another job because of layoffs and then you're kind of stuck, all right? The best way to do this is to use recruiters, headhunters, coaches like myself, employment counselors, hiring managers, gain as much intelligence and info as you can to um, basically practice and plan your expectations, all right? Getting a mentor like myself um, is really important. Also, trying to speak and work with other people who've navigated what you're just trying to do, okay? Because these types of veteran people will provide invaluable insight from a perspective that you'll be able to relate to and will help you avoid these humps in the road, okay? That's a good expression, meaning obstacles. Um, the other problem is that you can believe you're unique, um, just like any other person out there also with loads of experience. Don't make the mistake to think that. Um, I always like to think that I encourage my clients and students to understand their uniqueness. But the thing is, is that you absolutely have to be sure that is true. Okay. Um, and many people feel, well, I'm unique because, you know, I've got all this job experience and, you know, I'm, I'm very well-versed in my particular sector, I'm well thought about, my work ethic is fantastic, my boss has never had a problem. That's great, that's great. But remember, you're starting again. You're starting from scratch in a way. Um, and it's important for you to understand that, that the people that you're looking to interview with, they don't know you, they have no concept of you, so you have to start again. You can't just take that, what you know about yourself in your head and make it apply, make it so, okay? Um, what I would say to you is even if you may be unique, okay, it's best in that case if you've got specific um, sort of niche set sectors that you can work in is to post resumes in those types of job boards that align significantly with your background or industry. And also, I'll say it again, make sure your resume is targeted specifically to the jobs you're applying for. Yes, that means do not send out. <laughs> Please do not send out a generic CV. I've seen it so many times and it absolutely kills me every time because it's like, it's, sorry, I just have to say it's lazy. All right. Okay. You're going to waste all your time and you're not going to get anywhere fast like that. The best thing you should you could do is actually take a little bit of time in each job application to tweak, yeah, to adjust. That's what tweaking means. Adjusting your resume and CV specifically for that job description that you are applying for there and then. So take, take their job description, take the job role, 
find the key words in it, and then pepper it through your resume. So it looks like they're reading something of a version of their own advertisement, and they're going to think, you know what, this guy or this woman or this person is a great fit. They sound very similar to our job advert, and more likely to offer you the job interview. So that's the first thing I would suggest you do with your resume. If you're not sure about what's going on with that, or you don't know how to do it, or your cover letter sucks, or you just haven't got a clue where to start, please, please, please don't struggle. Send me your resume. There is, if, if you go to eslbusinessenglishexperts.com, I offer a free resume check. You can send it, upload it, okay? I will review it for you and come back with some feedback as to what's going on for you very quickly. Loads of other students in the past have taken advantage of that. Um, my last student who did that, hello if you're listening, Patricia. Um, she was from Slovenia and uh, made the transition right the way across into Europe and further into Northern Europe where she wanted to go. I hope things are going well for her, but we worked very hard looking at her resume and uh, she had a session or two with me just to practice after she'd uh, adjusted her resume as well. We did interview practice and she finally nailed the job and she'd been trying for over a year, I believe, to get into uh, a very specific uh, sector um, in Europe and she finally did it, which is fantastic and all credit to her. So, you know, you can struggle alone for years or you can take a quick, what, five minutes to upload your resume for me, totally free of charge, and you get a feedback from me. And then if you want to book a session with me, we can help you practice how you're going to answer those interview questions, adjust your resume, and you could be on your way. So the options are yours. Um, what else would I say? Yeah, the other thing is, please, please, please bear this in mind, your resume <laughs> Two things that can be a problem is either longer than the CEO of the company you're going to interview for or shorter than, than a college grad. Okay. Um, so let me put it this way. Long resumes do not impress anyone. Um, in the past, when I've used to interview for apprentices in a joint company I was part of, um, sometimes we'd get resumes that are like you know, three pages long or something, even for an apprentice. Uh, it doesn't matter how much experience you've got, how little. If it goes over more than, I'd say, a page, you've got a problem. If it goes into two pages, you better have a good reason to make it two pages. There better be loads of information that's going to help me understand things about you that I really need to know. If not, it's going to end up, I'm sorry, in the rubbish bin, in the trash. You're not even going to get past the first scan. Remember, um, all recruiters or HR companies, they are inundated every day with resumes. You're going to probably get about five seconds of their time to scan it. It better look good. Okay. Um, think of it like a very quick glance document. Okay. It should reflect the positions that you're going towards. Um, and it shouldn't be kind of like all of the duties that you've performed in the past. It should give us an idea of what you've done. Okay. But honestly and truly, it should contain keywords um, that can help you identify i suppose in both the job descriptions when they look at it and of course that you know your resume matches right so try again you've got to tweak this resume to include the keywords from the job descriptions for what you're specifically applying for all right um also i say to put in keywords because most likely than not these days uh, many big companies are using applicant tracking software all right before it even gets to a hr person now but ai so if you don't have um, this cleaned up, if you do not have the keywords in there, then you're just going to be completely missed in that scanning process. And that's so, such a shame. That's how artificial intelligence is really 
unfortunately not leveling the leveling the player field at all it's actually causing some big problems so you've got to change how that resume is put together if you don't know what i'm talking about if this is scaring you making you think oh my goodness i didn't know this could happen all right then frankly speaking get a session with me and i can help you um also once you've uh, cleaned it up okay um then it's important for you that you know, you have put in there the matching relevant experience, the right job titles in the same industry. Remember this when you apply for a job, stop being general, specific. If the job posting says it's general, well, fair enough, but usually they want someone specific. So I don't really want to know loads about how you volunteered to look after your neighbor's dog when you were at college. I don't want to know loads about your hobbies and interests outside of work. I want to know what you've achieved and how you can benefit my company, what you're looking to do for my company going forward, more importantly. So talk about your past experiences that are relevant. Tell me facts and figures. Tell me if it's a sales job. How much, how much did you increase your company's sales by? What percentage did the, the customer base go up by? And how, importantly, are you going to then bring that? What is your ambition to bring it to the next company you work for? That's more important than anything else, okay? So it's got to be forward-looking, all right? And what I would say to do this is find about 20 job descriptions that sort of match up or, or fit your ideal job title, okay? And then look at their language. So find them online. You can access them on any job board. Find the language, put it into their resume, okay? And as I said to you, put some qualifications in there, as in, okay, quantities. Qualify what you're saying, not just increased sales by 25%. Give me the facts and figures. How much, how many millions of dollars or whatever did this equate to? Look at each bullet point you've chosen to use and ask if it shows a problem you solved or an action you took or the results that were accomplished. Okay. Now, honestly and truly, um, I would say to you that you want to keep this to one page and make it like your highlights, your best parts, right? Okay, this is the job to get you the interview where you can then expand that and they can talk and ask you stuff that you didn't have on the resume. So the next thing, biggest problem, you didn't proofread it. All right, okay, it's ridiculous. Apparently, um, I've read lots of resumes where we're an experienced manager, but honestly and truly, um, <laughs> if you haven't spelt checked it, then you might find that you've actually spelt that as experience man manga. Okay, I've had that so many times. So people are missing out the A in manager, and we've got manga. I'm an experienced manga. Seriously, don't use spell check. Please don't. Okay, get somebody else, not even yourself, to put a second set of eyes on it, which means okay, have somebody else to check it and read it and critique it. Okay. Um, there are plenty of people I'm sure you know in your family or your wider uh, professional circle who can take a quick look at that for you. And if not, then get it checked by myself completely free of charge. The links are on my website, eslbusinessenglishexperts.com. You have no excuse. Um, once you've had it all checked for substance spelling, okay, um, check out the grammar. Now, um, if I think about it, okay, if you've got misspellings and poor grammar, then it kind of is relating what I can get from you. So, and if I want you to communicate with my clients, I do not want you using poor grammar, okay? So it's essential, um, and this really goes for not just non-native speakers, but native speakers too. It's essential that you can put it all together nicely. If you can't, you've got a problem, and you're not going to get an interview. Sorry, but it's true. And don't rely on Grammarly. It isn't 100% correct and accurate all the time. So. Get somebody who is an expert in grammar, a human being, please, to look at it for you. Okay, it's worth its weight in gold. Um, also, 
didn't prepare for the interview. That's another big one, right? Okay. Um, look, when you think about it, most people who are senior executives or people who are professionals think they don't need to prepare. They'll just turn up. Okay. And the thing is, is that the one simple strategy that works for anybody, no matter whether you're a junior or a senior hire, is practice, practice, practice. So you need to practice with somebody who also regularly hires or has hired people at your level recently. Why you need to practice? Because you need to be able to convey the energy and the passion and the conversation, okay? And, and also, also be able to know how to ask the right questions. It's not just about answering questions, it's about asking the right questions as well. You also want to be sure that you've researched the company's website, that you've checked out any news articles. Google News, by the way, is a great place you can go to get that up-to-date information. Um, I want you, if I'm the interviewer or HR recruiter, to let me know that you're aware of what my company business is, right? I want you to be able to distinguish yourself from an average job seeker and know that you're passionate enough about my company, not just about the paycheck and the benefits, okay? So do make sure you've got a set of questions for me and make sure the ones I haven't heard before, because if not, then we're gonna finish the interview, okay? And you're gonna get at the end and just ask for the job. And at the end of the day, I just want to see that you've got enough oomph about you to say, right, these are the sorts of questions I want to ask you. It's more specific about the job. Like, what would you like me to do in the first three weeks of starting with the department? How do you feel I can benefit our department? Now listen, our department, not my or your department, our department. So you start using language that signals to the interviewer you're already part of the team and you're hired. Okay. So I can teach you all about the psychology of words to use at your interview. If you don't have a clue what I'm talking about, you need to get a session um, because these are the tricks that you're missing out on, which will be stopping you from making that difference and getting a job offer. Another mistake you make, writing a thank you note is one thing to thank them at least. Um, for getting their attention for an interview, that's a good start, but it's not enough just to say thank you for interviewing me. I would like you to use that opportunity to tell me, as in the recruiter, the in employer, how much passion you have for my company and the job. And remind me of that, that you're excited um, and that you love the interview. Remind me about the things that we talked about in the interview. And if there, there were areas that you perhaps felt you looked vulnerable in, then use this thank you note to ease my concerns about that. Um, so for example, if I asked you about your experience of using English uh, in meetings at a high level business um, sort of uh, discussion, because I'm going to expect you to negotiate with international clients, and maybe you've only just been working in Japan in the past and not used it, then you might have said, well, I haven't had that huge amount of expertise and stop there in the interview. So you can use the, the thank you note to say, um, you know, I'm passionate and excited about getting involved with your company. I can't wait to be part of your or our team, okay? Um, furthermore, as we mentioned in the interview, um, I haven't had a huge amount of experience working in the international sector, but what I have got, and then tell them what you have got, okay? Expand that font a bit better. Say, you know, I've practiced extensively with tutors online. I'm part of a business networking group where I use English all the time. So remind them of stuff that is important that might just offset any of those concerns, okay? The other problem that we generally see, the last one here, is you haven't got a clue what you want to do, okay? So when asked what you want to do, and this applies to anything in life. I have this so many times in my personal life, my professional life. I say to people, what do you want to do? I don't know anything. And it's just that is the worst answer ever. 
ever. Okay, you have to be able to say specifically what type of thing or position you're interested in and how you can add value to them. If you don't, you're essentially saying, look, invest loads of your time and money into training me and maybe it will help me figure out if I want to do something else. That's all interviewers here. If you say, I don't know anything, I'm flexible, hmm, doesn't show that you've got any fire in your belly or that you're really interested. And I say the same even with relationships. Let's just apply this one. I know this is a bit of a segue, but let's apply this to dating, right? Okay. Um, you know, you're trying to make that conversation at the first date or even online before you can get to a first date. And if someone says, oh, I don't know, I'm open to anything. Like, what are your interests? I don't know, anything. It's so lazy. Sorry. And it really just sends a signal that this person doesn't care less. And even worse is when you, you know, perhaps you've started dating somebody and they've been very fired up to start with. And then when you get into a proper relationship with them, they just, it's like they've lost interest, right? And they're like, oh, I don't know. Well, whatever you want to do this weekend, I don't care. You know, it's like they've quietly quit on you. So we don't want that. And you certainly don't want to look like you've quietly quit on a, an interviewer before you've even got the job, right? Okay, so there is no excuse for that. So what we do want to hear is things like you're saying, well, absolutely, I would specifically love to work within your sales department, um, mainly working on the social media campaigns to attract 50,000 new customers within the first six months. Um, I'd love to use new skills for that and also learn how your company's doing that at the moment so I can you know, use my skills with your company skills to get the best possible result within the first six months or something like that. Anything like that is better than, I don't know, I'm open and I'll work anywhere in the company, okay? So you have to have a clue where to start. If you're not sure, then the best thing is to do is look at people you know with backgrounds similar to yours and where they have perhaps moved to. So if you're in a company with lots of layoffs and other colleagues have been successful, try and find out which industries they moved into, what companies they're working for, um, perhaps what job titles they've ended up with, and then check it all out, okay? So this is really helpful. Also, think about starting to volunteer to gain some professional experience in sectors if you're looking to move out into those sectors and you have no experience, all right, okay? Really important you do that well ahead of time if you can. Ultimately, employers want to feel secure knowing that you'll last um, because it takes a lot to go through the hiring process. Just interviewing people alone is exhausting, trust me. Then, of course, we are wasting a lot of time and money to do that, only to put you into place, train you up, or give you a bit of a honeymoon period for three months and then finally leave us. And then we have to start all over again. It's exhausting and it's also very, very financially destructive to a company, let alone to your CV. So do the right thing for both yourself and the company. Um, what I would say is this. There are floods of resumes that come for each job posting. Okay, so we're looking for people who've got that extra je ne sais quoi. I don't know what. It's French and it means I don't know what and it is in the English lexicon. It means something about you, either your charisma, your energy, your uh, voluntary experience, your internships um, and your passion. As I said, the key words, talk in the resume about what you're going to do for the company, not just all what you have done. And please, please, yeah, don't include loads and loads of stuff that isn't relevant to this job description, okay? It's the death. You will never get the job interview offered. Trust me, okay? One page only, people. Make it short, succinct and to the point. If you're unsure how to do it, get it reviewed by myself. And then once you've got it ready to go, get it double-checked too. Ultimately, senior people, okay, do have a lot of to offer, okay, companies. Um, we know this very well, and um, veterans also do, military professionals, particularly senior ones, have loads of experience, okay? 
Um, and there are good opportunities available. However, remember, nobody is guaranteed a job, particularly in this economic environment. And the more senior you are, or perhaps the, the higher that you've been in a company and the longer that you've been there, um, the more challenging it can be to transition in terms of education, credentials, certification, you know, um, the company feeling that you might be unable to flex or fit because you've been so used to being, you know, just in a particular position for so long with your current company. Um, so you've really got to show you've got flexibility as well. Um, and you can do that by showing that you've been volunteering or doing additional things and, you know, you can flex outside of your current role. Having a powerful network is essential and can open the doors for you. But remember this. Your friends, your family, your network can generally get you to a particular door to point you there, but it's up to you to fully open the door, okay? Um, and that means that you've got to put the effort in. If you don't, these are the reasons why I won't hire you and why another company won't hire you. So I hope this has resonated with you. It's really meant as a bit of a, a, a 101, open your eyes. Don't think that it's just down to bad luck. There are probably several things that you are doing if you're not getting job offers right now. Take time out to get it critiqued. Look at that resume. Um, have somebody give you some interview coaching. If it's not myself, find somebody else. Um, but ultimately, this will make a huge difference to what happens for you going forward. I guarantee you that. And as many people who've worked with me in the past can attest, once you do this, you sort it out and then you can hopefully get stay safe take care i'll see you soon thank you for listening to my podcast and if you have enjoyed it please feel free to sponsor a segment if you're listening on spotify you can simply go to sponsor this podcast and you will be able to sponsor me for as little as just 99 cents a month which is highly affordable and also gratefully appreciated if you prefer to do something one-off then you can just simply buy me a cup of coffee again details are in the show notes below each program and you can click there and pay securely via stripe and again this enables me to continue providing these podcasts totally free of charge for you all here so even if you can't afford high level coaching i'm sure that every now and again you might want to sponsor me to enable this podcast to keep running for as long as possible for you thank you in advance for everything you can do to help keep me keeping these going for you and of course you can just simply help me by spreading the word about the podcast Put me on your social media. Everywhere that you go, tweet about me, blog about me, whatever you'd like to do about me, as long as it's beneficial and it's polite, okay? I welcome all of that, but please just circulate the information far and wide. Our job here in the Coach Mark Manila family is to get this information into the hands of the people like you who really need this and deserve to get this at a really free price. Take care. I'll see you soon.